You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. It's more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Well, welcome into the Jay Barker Show. The gang is all here. We're glad you have joined us through our many streaming platforms and, of course, on air with our with our flagship station over there in Titletown at 100.9. That's Tide 100.9. I'm, I'm Matt Coulter, Jay Barker, Lars Anderson. TK! What's up, baby? Is in the house. That's Tony Curry, radio legend. What a Let's, nice, what a nice, uh, what a nice welcome too to have uh, UAB well represented here in the show right at the top. I love that. You're you knew right. I was coming, didn't you? <laughs> That's why, because I, I remember in your trio morning show, you always held the the blade. Oh, yeah, I, I used to do the UAB fight song, and yeah, well, and, and y'all all know how close I am with having broadcast mm-hmm. quite a few of their games in the past. So uh, that being said, let me remind you of our fine sponsors. Have y'all been to Top Golf? Have y'all been to Top Golf lately? I've parked because, in their parking lot, but yeah, I've not been inside yet. Because even though it's 105 heat index, mm-hmm. the little studios are like you got fans and stuff. Very nice. Off. Yeah, very nice. So you don't have to drag your bag for 18 holes. Mm-hmm. And in the winter, they have heaters. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And food, beverage, and, and all that. So uh, go to Top Golf. We certainly we heavily support Top Golf, which is right down there next to Protective Stadium. 
And then also, we've got uh, our guys over there in the Anniston, East Alabama area with uh, Sonny King Ford. I appreciate their support. Uh, you need a new car, used car, service, whatever, go see Sonny King Ford. All right, guys, uh, what's on your menu for the weekend, huh? Uh, I got the kids, and uh, we're just going to have fun. I don't know. It's sort of a blank canvas, and uh, we're, um, you know, had a, had a really good time at the World Games uh, last, was that last week or was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Were you the one down um, there doing donuts uh, in the uh, City Walk yeah, area? That's scary. <laughs> I was. I think I probably caught COVID at the uh, at the, at the World Games, and, and that, that knocked me out for a while, but I'm all good now. And uh, really just look forward to have a great weekend. Hey, we are uh, at the top of the show being joined by the UAB head football coach. Brian Vincent is going to join us here on the Jay Barker Show. Welcome. He is, uh, he's not made an appearance here on the show yet, but we hope this is the first of many. Coach, you, you got a cast of characters here, so introductions real quickly. Tony Curry, Lars Anderson, I'm Matt Coulter, and unfortunately, all that done for naught because he's not yet on the line. You know, that stuff happens, Tony. You know more than Lars, but Lars knows it, too. The, uh, sometimes the net's not there. A, real, a, a really interesting scenario going on, obviously, at UAB, because Bill Clark was the one that told Mark Ingram, I would really appreciate the fact that Brian Vincent would be the interim coach uh, for the football team, and then Mark uh, saying he's going to wait till the end of the season before he would make a permanent replacement, and I do want to ask him. I think that's one of the first questions. Obviously, I, I don't know. I'm assuming that Brian Vincent would love to be the head coach of the UAB Blazers. And, and is that a possibility for him? Uh, what kind of numbers does he feel like he needs to put up? Uh, but no one likes to be, um, you know, that interim coach uh, waiting for someone else to take your gig because it's a great... And, and he said he was just uh, so filled with gratitude and, and was so complimentary to Bill Clark, the fact that he was actually asked to be the interim coach for the UAB Blazers. So we'll see what happens. And in the second hour, we have a very special guest, Rich Rodriguez, uh, the head coach at Jacksonville State, making his triumphant return to Alabama. After turning down the job taken by Nick Saban, and I've gotten to know uh, Rich pretty well over the years. Yeah, well, I'll he's, say, he's, pardon me for interrupting, I've been trying to get this guy on since he was named the head coach. Mm -hmm. Lars makes a call, he's on the next day. There you go. Yeah. Text, so, uh, but well, text, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, but you I, got him I've, on. I've known, uh, I, I've known Rich uh, for a little while because he's he's close friends with uh, Bruce Arians. They they live on the same lake together. You can actually see Rich's place from BA's place, and and they'll come over and you know uh, have a cocktail at cocktail hour, maybe even a little before cocktail hour, maybe a little after cocktail hour. Uh, they'll have a good time. And, um, you know, Rich, he'll be the first one to make fun of himself is like, how stupid am I? I'm the guy that turned down the job. Well, he wasn't the Nick one that Saban. turned down the job, was he? he well, I believe he, it was, uh, it was about it, his wife and all. He was, uh, I remember being at Crane Works with our morning show and seeing on the bottom of the ESPN swim lane that Kirk Herbstreit was announcing that Rich Rodriguez was the brand new head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and of course we made that announcement, and then shortly thereafter uh, it, it did not happen. I but, do uh, know he was offered the job. Yes. And he ultimately it's turned a family it down. Affair. He it's turned a it down, yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he's really funny uh, and just a, a great storyteller, and I, I'm interested. You know, Rich doesn't have to come, he doesn't have to coach anymore. No. And uh, he decided to take this job on, I'm assuming, because he's just, he's a football coach. Mm -hmm. He's a football coach. Deion and Sanders doesn't have been to coach, a, he's and he's, at, he's coached. I love that. Been, been love at it. Michigan, uh, obviously been at West Virginia. 
uh, out at Arizona, and uh, now back in Alabama. And so uh, really looking forward to talking to Rich in hour two. So that's some big gigs, man. Yeah. I mean, Arizona, Michigan, and West Virginia. He had West Virginia one play away from playing for a national championship. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy's a good coach. He was very inventive and creative very back much in so. his day. And uh, I used to, and, excuse my memory. You know, I'm just going to stop saying that. Mm-hmm. But the quarterback from Mobile, was it White? Pat White. Yeah. Right. He was, I love watching him run offenses. So we, we can take it all with Rich Rod here in a minute. Yeah, again, uh, just a, a really cool, fun guy. I I, uh, I think the world of him. And uh, remember, he was uh, the um, the OC at Ole Miss for uh, for a year in 2019. And then uh, he was assistant head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach at Louisiana Monroe. And, and now he's the head coach at Jacksonville State. And it's uh, it's just kind of interesting how his career has uh, kind of come full circle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sure when when uh, when Jay and, and 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 Tony, you guys were doing uh, the, the show together, you spent hours and hours and hours discussing Rich Rodriguez. And you is, we is, were, he, is he taking the job or is he happened? not taking the job? He, he's doing a remote train works uh, when we uh, saw that Rich Rod was yeah. going to be the head coach at uh, yeah. the Crimson Tide. What did you say his wife? Uh, well, we won't. Well, didn't she? Didn't she report? We can talk about it now before he gets on. Yeah. But didn't it reportedly she called a talk show and that aggravated somebody? And then Rich Rod said, "I, I don't want to do that." Honestly, she was a very attractive woman, and I yeah. made the, uh, the, the 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 comparison that she looked a little bit like a capucha monkey. Oh, so it's you. So it, it's all you. It was all Tony's uh, fault. Can you yeah. guys, I didn't mean to turn the show. Can you guys TMZ. do me a favor and let's not bring up well, his wife? No, we won't. Okay. Uh, no, no. We're an hour away. So, you know, and yeah. hopefully he's not listening right now. <laughs> we'll do it all right now. <laughs> or it might be canceled. Um, but uh, I liked Rich Rodriguez. I liked um, his approach, the way that he called the game. I thought he's an up-and-coming guy. When that hire was made, I thought it was going to be a good hire. And um, But Tony did take all the credit for them not you're taking credit for Nick, Nick Saban's Saban, success yeah. and all the national champions. Most definitely. All right, Good job, Tony Curry. Not for Tony Curry, none <laughs> of this would have happened. him giggle and grin like he is right there. He's like a Cheshire cat. This one you can say anything you want and get away with it. But uh... Exactly. All right, let's take a quick break. Brian Vincent, uh, he's in meetings, or actually they've got what's called recruiting, uh, 205. Uh, let me go back to his, his text. And uh, we'll get, hopefully get him. Don't get, get him his number on. out quite. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> he, uh, recruiting day called tailgate in the 205 started at 10:30, oh, okay. and they've been having some uh, meetings that run a little bit uh, long. And then they got a decal drive from 1 to 2:30 today at UAB. And uh, he said that uh, looks forward to being on. So we can get him on. Let's go ahead and break now and uh, try to get him on next segment. If not, we got more to cover as uh, we await him. But uh, the new head coach for the UAB Blazers, Bryant Vincent. Going to be with us on the show today on this Friday edition. I think Langham's coming in. Wow. You know, oh. yeah, I think Langham may be here. So he he, he texted this morning, hey, you going to be in? And, yeah. And uh, it's it's rarer than the sighting of Bigfoot. Oh, we were talking about Bigfoot yesterday. He's this looking rarer than the sighting of Bigfoot. He wants his national championship ring, and, and I've got it. He left it in a truck of mine. No. I got to find it. I couldn't find it last time. I left it in my mom's in a bag. So I've, I've got it. I know I've got it. I know I've got it. Because I, I would not lose that. But I think that's why he's coming in. Why did he take it? So he may not. And I texted him this morning and said I don't. I couldn't find the ring. But I'll. I'll. I'll he just left it in, a, in in the side of a truck that we traded out together. Oh. And he 
called me and said, hey, keep it. And I've had it for about a year or longer. I don't know how long it's been, forever. But uh, so since I told him this morning, yeah, I'll be in, but I did not find your ring. We'll see when the night he shows up. <laughs> but he's got a birthday coming up. I'm not sure if it's today, tomorrow, or the next day, but uh, we had to get a little happy birthday song. Well, you, got Tony Curry. Part, you got his present right over there. Yeah, yeah. A walker. <laughs> That's right. We'll just I'll give free gift to him. All right, we'll be back live from AVX. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms around through tonight. The high today, 92. Tonight's low, 73. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine scattered to numerous showers and thunderstorms will likely develop. The high, 91. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 90 degrees in Tuscaloosa. As we uh, continue here live from ABX, Tony Curry, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, we're awaiting Coach Brian Vincent uh, to join us, and uh, look forward to that, head coach of UAB. And again, I will not sing the fight song if that's what he's thinking I'm going to do because I think he's, he's he's giving us the push off. Now he's he, not coming on. He's a, <laughs> is he really not? Oh, because he, he won't sing. I mean, I'll sing it if you I have to. sing the happy birthday song if Antonio gets oh, here. I can, both yeah, of them. Oh, oh, yeah. I've heard that one a long what time. What we really need to know, Marilyn and letting Monroe. thousands of people know on, on this trip, we really need to just present that walker like we thought the whole thing on. It didn't have your name on it anywhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Oh, that's it. it just, Hi, he, let's go he, hide He that. walked slow enough. He needs that. <laughs> you know, he kind of does. He does. Unlike the way he played, he kind of is... Slow. He's very distinct and articulate in the way he speaks, but he's not going to overspeak, right? I mean, you sit right next to him. Correct. Uh, and, and another thing, he, he's slow on this this move right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the wall. saying he gets alligator arms. But he's fast when there's like any kind of check. apparel left in here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's uh, like, hey, if I see if I come to the studio once, twice, three times, it's done. It's gone. Really, this if he is, comes to uh, comes in once, he sees something, comes in twice, it's his. <laughs> it's still uh, here. I wonder where he puts all that stuff. Who knows? All right. Um, wanted to before we uh, as we wait, Coach Vincent again. He's in a uh, got a camp recruiting camp going on at UAB. Hopefully, we'll get him on. And uh, he thought he could do it right at the top of the hour. Maybe some things to run behind. Um, Tony, just everything that's happening right now, college football with NIL, we're seeing the deals, we're seeing the collectives. Alabama's got an announcement probably coming out first of the week. Next week, that's going to be even a bigger uh, deal for them. Um, you've got a number of players that are now working for Darlington. <laughs> Quarterback mm -hmm. is doing an, a whole year NIL deal with them. Uh, you got got uh, DeColdest Crawford, partner with Nebraska's HVAC company and the best NIL deal to date, they say. Uh, with the uh, HV, very smart That's on their awesome. part, uh, for the coldest uh, Crawford, the uh, cornerback, right? Is that right? I think he's a uh, cornerback, or, or uh, he plays the secondary, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to put the heat on. He's going to freeze you. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. right, freeze you out. 
So with all that going on, and then now um, I heard a report yesterday. I haven't found the story, but I heard it on ABC News, listening on the radio, coming back home, <clears throat> driving around or whatever, and it said 14 states have now said it is okay for high school players and high school athletes to go in the NIL direction. They can do NIL as well. So how quickly is that going to go down as far as the amount of um, teams uh, and the amount, of, or the amount of states that may pick this up very quickly? We said, look, if you're going to do it at the college level, how could you restrict it at the high school level mm-hmm. for amateur athletes? Yeah, I mean, uh, the rich get richer, right? Um, so you're going to see teams that obviously have the resources. Um, and now some college football teams, I saw something on uh, the NCAA website, actually, that they actually have an NIL budget now for most major college. And uh, listen, I, I, I'll be the first one to admit that I was wrong. I thought only, you know, the, the Bryce Youngs and the big the big dogs were going to be getting some, and I thought fifty to $100,000. I didn't realize it was going to be millions. And now we're getting to the point where, hey, listen, we need to raise $35 million next season in order to field a team that's going to be making the Final Four. That's how they're throwing it out to their boosters and their alum, and they're getting it done. I mean, the, the, the money's just crazy. I got to do a deeper dive on what Jay just mentioned. But NIL or a company mm-hmm. can go to a high school senior and pay them? In 14 states, they can so, okay, what's to prevent the biggest sponsor, the biggest contributor at USC from going to, what's his name, Malachi Nelson? He's a, he's a senior in high school right now. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, by the way, uh, here you go. Here's $100,000 and a Bentley for your senior year in high school. Well, and I, then saying, can... oh, and by the way, uh, would you like to be a Trojan? No. Wow, that, I think they just opened up another can of beans. All right, and, and I text this real quick, and I want to make sure Joe, our producer, heard it. Brian Vince is ready, up and ready to go. Okay. So uh, if he's ready to go, we'll get him up and uh, ready to go right now. Let's bombard him with all those questions. Yeah, really. I've got a lot to say about uh, uh, George Cla- Kalikoff, the uh, Pac-12 commissioner. He made some how, really uh, powerful hey. statements this morning. Which, At, go for Okay, I didn't know if we're yeah, ready to I go. He's ready yet. But. Okay, so... This is going to take a second and make make it cut off. Yeah, okay. okay. Jay, let's go. All right, let's get him in now. Coach Brian Vincent joining us, and they've got a camp going on right now for recruits and uh, a lot of things happening for him, getting ready for uh, fall practice and uh, the new gig at UAB. Office coordinator, quarterback coach, now the head coach of the UAB Blazers. Hate to see Coach Clark go, but uh, not a better man and a person or coach to fill those choose then uh, coach bryant they've been great friends for a long time but first of all coach welcome in and uh, we'd love to hear the story and everything that's going on i know you've been very busy over the last so many weeks it's been it's been busy but it's been great it's been great um extremely excited um, extremely humbled and honored to be the head football coach at uab uh, we've got in we've got tailgate the 205 going on right now we've got about 16 recruits and their families on campus so about to eat lunch but I'm extremely excited to be on here with you guys. When you look at just uh, kind of takes back for the for those of the out there that don't know as much about you as I do and have followed your career, tell everybody how you got to where you are now. You know, I grew up in Glasgow, Kentucky. I graduated from Glasgow High School. I went to the University of West Alabama. Uh, I started as a student assistant football coach you know, under Bobby Johns and. I went to high school. I went to Hart County High School, Kentucky, to get my first job. 
uh, I came back. I interviewed with a guy named Hugh Fountain at the University of Tennessee Strength Clinic, and he ended up hiring me. I ended up being the offensive coordinator at Charles Anderson High School. I was there for four years. Um, really got to know, you know, a guy named Larry Blakeney and Wayne Bolt, Mike Turk, Jeremy Ryle, Benji Parker, and Brian Turner, just that staff. They built those strong relationships there with those guys. And then they split Hoover High School and they built Spain Park. Uh, Vince DiLorenzo called me after the fourth season, Charles Henderson, and I interviewed with him. He, he was looking for an offensive coordinator. I came up to uh, and got that job and coached Neil Cottle, uh, quarterback at Spain Park, a guy named Tyler Grisham, who's now the receiver coach at Clemson, a guy named Patrick Honeycutt. Um, who played receiver at Middle Tennessee, just a lot of great guys at Spain Park, and I got my first head coaching job at Greenville High School. And Greenville had been down. They, they were traditionally really, really talented and had a lot of good teams. They were previously 1-9, 1-9. and, nine, one and nine. We went 10-3 and three, um, my first year. Uh, then Spanish Fort called uh, the second week of June, and it went down there, and I took that job at Spanish Fort. They were 0-17 at the time. Um really just started that school. They kind of split off from Daphne and built Spanish Fort. And first year, we won the first game in school history. We went four and six. We didn't have a stadium the first two years or really a weight room. We put the weight room in an English room and, and made a made a weight room somehow in the English room. And we went, <laughs> that is crazy. But, we, you know, there's no excuses. We just find a way to get it done. And we went 11 and two our second year with both losses to Viger. We went 15 and 0. Uh, third year. Uh, we get made it to the semifinals, went eleven and three, and then my fourth year of Spanish Fort, we went thirteen and two and beat Briarwood in the state championship game. And then I was able to to go to South Alabama with Joey Jones and was there for three years. Coach Clark was our defensive coordinator. Uh, I knew known Coach Clark. You know, we kind of grew up in the high school ranks, uh, followed very similar paths. When I was the head coach at Greenville, Coach Clark was the head coach at Prattville High School. He got the uh, he was named the head football coach of Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Game, so he was the head coach of Alabama, and he selected me to that staff. Um, from there, you know, he got the Jacksonville State job for one year, his alma mater, and had a great run that one year and led him to the quarterfinals. He gets the job at UAB in 2014, calls me, offers me the offensive coordinator. So we come in in 2014, you know, to a, a down-and-out uh, UAB football program at the time and just the leadership of coach Clark and, and his vision. And, and, you know, he's always been a builder. He's always been a builder and we were able to go six and six that first year and, and to reach bowl eligibility. And they shut it, you know, shut the program down as everybody knows. I go back to South Alabama as offensive coordinator and assistant head coach at South and then come back in 18, win the first West championship break the school record for wins. We go 11-3 and three and win the first conference championship and the first bowl win in UAB history. And then 19, uh, we go 9-5. and five, We win the West again. We get beat in the conference championship. And, you know, you go to 20 COVID year. We had five games canceled, five games canceled in a row. And we go to Marshall and win the conference championship in 20. And then last year we finish up 9-4. and four. We beat BYU. Uh, the highest-ranked team in, in program history. We beat BYU and then Penn's Bowl, and now I'm sitting there as your head football coach going into the 2022 season. Coach, uh, I've seen a lot of transitions like you're going through, and, and one that uh, one coach observed that 
you go from making suggestions to making decisions. Uh, other than that, is there anything about the transition that has really surprised you, and what did what were you really really prepared for? You know, it's nothing really surprising. You know, because I've been Coach Clark and I've been we work my office is right next to his. We meet every morning, or we would meet every morning at six a.m. in his office every morning. And I'm talking not just during the season, throughout the year. And then we'd meet after practice. And then we, you know, obviously in fall camp, we practice in the morning, so we'd meet at lunch. And then we would meet at the end of the day. And I've been his office coordinator, assistant head coach. And, you know, just to, to mentor under him and to work under him. So there's, he's such a great leader of men and of coaches and of players. And just not a lot different, you know, the, the standards the same. We understand the expectations here at UAB. We understand the standards because you heard me say this before. Because we set them, we created them, and now it's up. Uh, it's it's my job as the head football coach to elevate those standards, to elevate those expectations, and that's I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm ready for this position. There's no doubt about it. You know, to be picked, handpicked from Coach Clark to be the guy to lead this team for Mark Ingram, our athletic director to, to, to appoint me to this position is it's something that it, it's a situation that I take very seriously. I'm excited for, but also know that I'm ready for it. So I'm not really, there's not a lot different or not anything that I wasn't really, really ready for because, you know, I worked hand in hand with coach Clark for the last several years and, and kind of helped him do all the things and all the vision, all the things and standards and the, the way we've ran this program and coach ran this program is it's not a lot different. Instead of talking to the offense now, I'm just talking to the whole team. Coach, I know you were uh, tickled to death to have uh, Coach Bill Clark throw your name in there as the interim coach uh, throughout this 2022-2023 uh, season. But with that being said, let's, let's talk about the big elephant in the room here. You're the interim coach, and they're saying at the end of the season they're going to find a permanent replacement. Can that be you? Do you want that to be you? And what do you have to do to make that be you? You know, there's, it is a dream of mine, it is a goal of mine to be the head football coach at UAB. There, there's no doubt about that I want to be the permanent head coach here at UAB. But, you know, I don't want anything given to me either. I, I'm a self-built, self-made guy. You know, I came into this state and didn't know anybody. I'm not a coach's kid. Um, I kind of just worked my way up from the bottom to where I'm at now by doing things the right way, by building relationships by treating people the right way and by having a tremendous passion and work ethic of, to lead men. But I think the thing we've got to do is what we've always had to do here. We've got to win. And, you know, when you've been here, when the program was shut down in 2014 as a coordinator to coming back and winning the first championship, winning the first bowl game in school history to winning – three West championships in a row, something that's never been done in Conference USA history. And I have a lot of pride, a lot of passion, a lot of love for Birmingham and UAB. And to be able to be, to lead this team and to be the head coach that's going into the 2022 season is is something that I'm ready for, something I'm extremely excited about. But to be able to get the interim tag taken off, there's only one thing you got to do. You got to go win. And whether I was the offensive coordinator or the head coach right now, that was still the mission. So nothing's changed. We got to go win. Coach, are, are you still talking to Bill Clark? And will Bill be a, a sounding board for you throughout the season? You know, 
Bill Clark is a close personal friend of mine. He's a, he's a mentor. He's a guy that I I care a lot about him and his family. He's a guy that I talk to. I talked to him this morning at 6 a.m. You know, our friendship and our relationship will not change. Uh, Ten years from now, it will not change. He's family to me. He's a mentor, so there's no doubt about it. I'll bounce things off of him and, ask, and get his input and his advice. He's he's led me this this far, and we've been close friends for a long time, so absolutely. What do you think about, I mean, for UAB to come back the way they did, they were able to go out and get JUCOs and older guys that were able to play you know, right away and some guys came back. But, but I'd love to get your take on now the, the implementation of a guy that could really transfer pretty much every year of his college career. Do you, do you like what you're seeing in college football with the NIL and the transfer rules, the portal becoming so open? You know, the, the NIL, I think it's great for players. I really do. I think that for our players to be able to, to profit off their name, image, and likeness, I think is something that's good. I do think there needs to be parameters. I think right now it's a little bit out of control, in my opinion. It, there needs to be some parameters, and there needs to be a baseline on what we do and what they can they can make. Uh, the transfer portal, I think it, there's positives to it, and I think there's a lot of negatives. <clears throat> I, I believe in trust. I believe in loyalty. I believe in fighting through adversity and tough times. I, you know, I think that, you know, a kid comes in and, and maybe he doesn't get to play as early as he wanted to. Well, that's part of growth and development and being able to earn something. I've had to earn everything I've gotten in my life, throughout my life, and I believe that it builds character. There is such a word as perseverance that, you persevere through the tough times to build the man that you're going to be down the road. But I also do believe that when things change and say a coach leaves and you bring a new staff in and that player was recruited to that system and it fit him and then it comes in and changes, well, I do believe the transfer portal is a positive then. But I believe in building football programs with high school kids. We have recruited junior college kids here. We have taken a couple select few transfer portal kids here. My philosophy is to build this UAB football program with high school players. Because when you get high school players here and you develop them, then you can get those guys for years and you can really develop them and you can end up getting three, sometimes four years, quality years, out of, out of, out of good players that are also going to end up being great men. Hey, Coach, how's your quarterback room? How's that Barker kid? <laughs> Tell you what, Harrison Barker is one of my favorite kids that I've ever coached. He is, his teammates love him because of the kid he is. He's honest. He's hardworking. He's loyal. He's a very loving young man, and he's a very smart young man, and this is a kid that I'll take to war with me any day of the week. Sounds very familiar to mm -hmm. me, actually, yeah. Coach. Uh, you guys, you guys know anybody like that? The apple doesn't fall far, does it? <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. He, he thinks the world of you, and I know that the players do too. They were excited that you were the one that got the uh, the job. Compared, you know, I mean, not of other guys, but uh, the the excitement level was at, at, at a really big high for uh, Coach Vincent and him getting that job, and the players really trusting him and knowing how much his philosophy lines up with what Coach Clark and what they built there. 
at UAB for so long. Tony, do you have a final thought? Uh, no, I mean, I, I know we're going to let him go, and I know he's super busy, but uh, I just uh, wish him the best of luck. and I'd love to see him get that full-time gig. He's got 16 guys coming back, uh, seven on offense and nine on defense, so he's got his uh, cover pretty full. So uh, bring in a couple guys, and yeah. Coach, we'll get it done. Yeah. Good luck, Coach. Good luck, Coach. Congratulations, and uh, thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. Go Blazers. Go Blazers. Go Blazers. Thanks, Coach. Coach Brian Benson, new head coach for the UAB Blazers. We'll return short segment and uh, then to the top of the hour. We got Rich Rodriguez joining us at 1.15 today. Stay tuned for that. Stay with us. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow 
Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. All right, welcome back in. We got Tony Curry from Tony Curry Radio Network in the house here on this Friday edition. We'll tell you more about that and how you can follow him and all the things he's got going on. Matt Coulter. Lars Anderson, I'm Jay Barker. You're listening to Jay Barker's show. We're live at ABX Audio Video Excellence in downtown Birmingham, downtown Homewood area, right below Vulcan. You can see all the traffic behind us. If you're watching uh, online, our big window in the studio, it's right where 280 dead ends. That's where we're at, right beside J.H. Berry, AVX, right down from Ed's Pet World, the new Valley Hotel, <laughs> and uh, all the great uh, monuments and uh, all the great... Uh, stores in the uh, Homewood area and uh, just right below Vulcan is mooning us every day. Is Ed's Pet World the Pee Wee's Pawn Shop of Homewood? Probably so. Yeah. I mean, as far as landmarks. It's been there uh, 49 years. Ed's Pet World. They're one of our great sponsors on Tony Curry Radio. We love them. I I would bet Pee Wee's Pawn Shop. I'm going down there right after the show and going to pick me up a $1,200 Cayman. Are you? (laughs) Think I'm kidding? They got a Cayman alligator down there. Hey, real quick on this UAB thing. I think this this, this interim uh, title is really interesting. Uh, I know they don't want to get ahead of themselves, and I know that uh, Coach Bryant Vincent has not been a head coach before at this particular level, and so it sounds like they're giving him the opportunity, but they've also said that we will make the permanent hire. We'll, I think they said a permanent search for the next head coach at the end of the season. So it would be real easy if they just looked over their shoulder and <laughs> the search is over. He's already in the locker room. So what does Coach Vincent need to do in order? Because you give, I can't remember the last time a coach actually had a year on the job to prove himself to get the full-time gig. Oh. This is not a coach-in-waiting situation. This is an interim guy. So what kind of numbers does he need to put up in order to keep that job? And what does that tell you about where UAB, the football program, is at this point where normally Brian Vincent at that level in a group of five school would get the job? They would just give him the job. But because they have a new stadium, because of what Bill Clark has done, certainly with the program since he came back, maybe they go out and make some type of splash hire. I don't know what kind of money they could throw at a coach. Your thoughts? My, my quick reaction to that is uh, he just needs to sort of maintain the the program at the level that it is now at. And uh, I think Mark Ingram, the athletic director, who we all love in this room, I think Mark is uh, basically saying, look, no matter what, we are going to do a national search at the end of the season, and, uh, and, and he'll have a chance to interview 
And it would not surprise me if, if UAB, uh, again, continues to do what they're doing, that he gets the job. But I, I, I think... I think I think it's prudent to uh, uh, to to keep the interim tag on him, and uh, and hey, if they go undefeated, then you don't have the national search. If they exceed <laughs> why they exceed expectations by a, a country mile, you don't have the the, the search. But um, you give him a chance to interview and then formally get it. Your well, they go Matt? nine and four and beat BYU. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. That's tough to duplicate. It is. Yeah. Um, especially the beating number 13 BYU in a bowl game. But uh, other than that, uh, I, I just uh, I parallel exactly what Lars said. Uh, stay the course. Uh, obviously, you can't have anything blow up in your locker room, which, by the way, I'm not even sure why I mentioned it. That's not happening. Um, you know, put Harrison at quarterback. Um, he does all those things. I think it's a guarantee that he's back in 23. By the way, Harrison was in here yesterday. He can't play this year because of the shoulder surgery. Oh, oh. Well, find some miracle treatment for his shoulder. But when he he gets back, he'll next 2023. He's gotten taller. Yes, he's bigger. 2023, he'll be eligible. He'll have four years, believe it or not, still left. That's what's great. He's on like... By the time he's done, he'll have his PhD from... UAB. Well, I would say this on the pace he's on right now. I don't know if he will. <laughs> oh yeah, well, okay. He might have his masters, but PhD. I'm not sure about that. That coach knocks off Georgia there in the fourth game of the season. I bet you keep that gig. Oh yeah. You know, last year I thought they were really going to try and oh, yeah, come yeah, close, yeah, and boy, it was not close did. after five minutes. Was it I like was there. Fifty-six-zero at halftime yeah. or something. Uh, I was there. Yeah. Uh, their only touchdown was a pick-six. Wasn't yeah. UABs? I don't know. I remember. Somebody, I remember standing right here. Somebody just right walked here. by behind you doing some kind of sign. Yeah, I remember like right standing right here last year uh, talking about that game, thinking UAB's got a puncher's chance. I took him plus the twenty. You did. <laughs> did you really? remember? Yeah. Isn't it funny? There's some bets you just never forget. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the other side, we got some audio from Deion Sanders, yeah. Joe and Josh, and I want them to play that uh, coming out, and um, it kind of is along the same lines. What we're talking about right now, the difference in those divisions, those teams. We'll hear from Deion Sanders coming up next. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms around through tonight. The high today, 92. Tonight's low, 73. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine scattered to numerous showers and thunderstorms will likely develop. The high, 91. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 90 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Potentially playing Jackson State. What does that no, mean no, to you? He's not going to play us right now. We're not ready for that. No, no, not what's there. And we're not into sacrificing our kids to get a check. Uh, he got to give me another year. I got to get beef up in the front. The difference of, of, of Power Fives and HBCUs right now, those big guys in the middle, it's not the quarterbacks, and not the receivers, the DBs, or the skill position, but those big dogs in the middle. We, we got to beef up that to be able to compete with something like that. All right, welcome back in. And, uh, again, Deion Sanders, some of his comments there about playing Alabama or any Power Five said, look, we're not there yet. 
and uh, want to protect my guys, not worried about getting the check, more worried about getting the beef up front. Where's the beef? As we used to say from the Wendy's commercial, the old lady driving through the drive-thru. But um, definitely a difference in the size of the guys up front, the trenches, when it comes to power fives compared to even some of the smaller power fives, not just the division like HBCUs and other teams, uh, really, really. Um, that that is the biggest difference. Uh, Tony, your thoughts on what Deion Sanders had to say? No, I mean, uh, spot on, right? I mean, we were just talking about uh, you know Rich Rodriguez, who will join the show here in the Jay Barker Radio Network next hour. He doesn't have to coach if he doesn't want to, uh, and neither does Deion Sanders. And I just love that passion to see those guys, and, and certainly um, at a historical black college uh, like Deion's doing is just fantastic. And but I mean, yeah, it's just, it's a different world. You were talking about the NIL stuff earlier in the show uh, at the top of, of the show, and. I think it's going to be really interesting, too, when you look at, I mean, if it's going to be run like a business and we're talking about NIL budgets, guys, that we already have being set up, hey, listen, we need to raise 15 to $20 million for the 2023 season. That's what that's what they're doing. I mean, that's what, and, and they're getting it. They're saying, you want us to field a championship football team or win the SEC or win the ACC or the Pac-12, whatever, this is the kind of money we need. And I can just see what there's going to be polls in the next couple of years, assuming that the NIL continues to grow at, at the rate it is until someone says, listen, there's got to be a cap on it, of saying, listen, uh, did you get what you what you paid for? Uh, did you get the bang you thought you were going to get for your buck? Because if you are raising, and I'll, I'll throw out $5 million. I don't think that's, I, I think a lot of major college football programs could sniff $5 million to throw at some of their college recruits. Um, are you getting what you're paying for? I think it's going to be really interesting. Jay and, and Matt and Tony, uh, I think all of you guys can address this. Why is Jacksonville statement so good? Uh, I'm just looking at their in conference, their conference record over the last one, two, three, four, five, six years. They've only lost two conference games. They've won at least ten games in five of the last six years. Jackson or Jacksonville. Jackson, excuse me, Jackson State, <laughs> Jackson State yes. Okay. Where, uh, yes, Jackson State. But that, that, that's no, you were no, ja- no. Okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jacksonville State. Okay. Yes, Jackson. <laughs> didn't I say Jacksonville? You did, but I you thought did, you were talking about Dion. We were talking about Jack. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, it's a little confusing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was sort of moving ahead to to, to Rich Rod and, and and just why the program Jay has been so successful for so long. Coaching, number one, even though I know they um, made a change. I think the athletes have been able to recruit uh, guys that have transferred in from other schools that didn't make it academically um, at other schools that they um, maybe second chance type situation. I always just wonder, too, is it reflective of the depth of talent of high school players in Alabama? Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. You know, you can win a lot. You can win championships with Alabama and Auburn's leftovers. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it speaks unbelievably high of this state. And as we go back to what Coach Vincent was saying of the coaching and the athletes in Alabama. And, Jay, you're, you you played for a legend in high school. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I, he sent I made, him, I made him a legend. Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mic drop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the skill level of the coaches in this state is unparalleled. It uh, is. I know there are great ones in Florida, yeah. but but per capita with the number of schools we have places, numbers th- that has as much to do with their success as anything. That was always my biggest thing with um, UAB or any of the smaller schools in Alabama is why would you ever go outside the state if you got three or four star guys that you can develop in state 
and draw their parents, grandparents, their friends, their family, their teammates from high school to come watch those games and to create that community um, like the Sanfords, the, the, the UABs, the Jacksonville States, the Troys. What, I mean, there is enough talent in the state of Alabama or maybe on the peripherals of Georgia and Tennessee and Mississippi and down in, in, in the Gulf Coast. You don't really have to go outside of those areas, I don't think, in order for you to develop a great team. There's enough talent around it. Uh, and, and I'll follow up. But I said about the high school coaching is equally true. The coaches they have—they have you ever looked at the resume of the coaches that they've had at Jacksonville State? Oh, it's I mean, Charlie yeah. Pell, yeah, uh, Jack Crow, Jack Crow, yeah, Jimmy Fuller, mm-hmm. and now Rich Ruff. yeah, Bill Clark. What and, Bill and, Clark? And, <laughs> and who was the last one? It was uh, oh my gosh, they Gross. Just, yeah, Gross. Uh, John, I mean, John, John Gross, John Gross, great coach, yeah, great coach, yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, take a break. We'll go to the top of the hour again. Rich Rodriguez joins us at one fifteen. Look forward to that interview and uh, get his take on all things NIL, Transfer Portal, and uh, his new gig as well. We'll take it to the top. Stay with us. Hour number two coming up. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
800-242-6269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC.letterO. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome in, and as we continue our hour number two, Friday edition, Tony Curry, Tony Curry Radio Network in the house, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, as always, and I'm Jay Barker. We appreciate you joining us with us through Terrestrial Radio, throughout our, our network of uh, stations, also online at Bama Insider, Facebook Live, YouTube channel, and uh, really appreciate you tuning in each and every day, and I uh, hope you have a great weekend. we got Rich Rodriguez coming up on one fifteen, so look forward to that, new head coach at Jacksonville State, and... Uh, also, uh, kind of get back to his history, almost the coach at Alabama at one time and uh, decided to turn that down and uh, now is uh, back in the state of Alabama once again. But uh, a lot of topics to dive into from NIL continues to be a big story. Uh, some NFL news and notes, more college football, and especially the Crimson Tide. All right, we are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf today. You'll love it. The food, the drinks, the fun, family, co workers, friends. Top Golf of Birmingham, place to go. Also driven by. Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street, Oxford, Alabama. All right, uh, Tony, real quick, tell everybody about the Tony Curry Radio Network. Yeah, go to your Android or Apple store and uh, download uh, TKR, Tony Curry Radio, just TKR, and uh, pull up the app and join the tens of thousands of folks who are checking us out. Of course, wherever you get your podcast, Tony Curry Radio Podcast Network is up. We have 13 different shows. We're about ready to add Kip Kiefer's Wanna Bet show. He's out in Las Vegas right now recording some shows. We have two new shows we're developing right now, the Damon Johnson Show, Blues Almighty with Austin Hanks. So we do some fantastic shows, so you can check all those out. And again, I hear those live on the TKR app, which is a classic rock app. I'm, I'm thinking about uh, changing things up a little bit. I may go a little yacht rock. What do you think about that? For your, oh, for your yacht? Great. Would you like that? Those yeah. people I'm talking I really to. Would. I love classic rock, and we won't get rid of that Well, you're talking about but... Christopher Cross, basically, on, on the Yeah, some Michael McDonald stuff like that, but I'm getting to the point where at my, my age. Uh, and you I, bought I, the I, yacht, I, so you're going to do yacht rock now. Yes. Yeah. And you should broadcast from the yacht. yacht. Well, yeah. uh, we're working on perhaps giving away or, a yacht as our launch. And where is that? Is it Lake Pretty, <laughs> is it Lake Pretty right now, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, hey, why don't we just go down and use Mick's and, and yeah. uh, Mick Gillespie's down in Fairhope. We could Man, we got to make that trip. we got to do it. Guys, hey, Tony, real quick, and, yep, and, and I, I'm going to cut you right off, Lars. Um, we we got to get a new voiceover because we got to get mad in, in the voice. Yes. And I've thought, uh, <laughs> you've, you've even suggested that you might do it, so I'm going to let you audition right now. How would uh, you open the show? Can you give me some? Uh, can you give me some, uh, Time? some, some, co- some copy? Or can no, you just me? look at us and describe <laughs> us and then go. <laughs> Um, and, and by the way, I lo- in this I lo- particular I lo- case, I would just soon you leave me out. I lo- you know way too much. <laughs> I love the line uh, Jay Barker is taking his norms. I, I love. <laughs> I love the line Jay Barker has taken his expertise and now brought it to his own radio program. <laughs> really oh, like get the okay shovel line. out, man! That is excellent. I know who wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Gary Adams wrote every. Believe it or not, I say. Oh, did you write it? I wrote it. Oh, you wrote it. Okay. Yes, I did. Well, they both have something on their lips. (laughs) 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 This was four years ago, so I was really, you know, I was right. Yeah. Yeah. You were. Was it four years ago? Is he frightened? I got something over here. Okay. All right. This is on AL.com, and if you've seen it, don't answer. 
Um, yeah, you may have all seen it. Who is the most popular college football team in terms of viewership in the nation? Ohio State. Notre Dame. Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. Oh, Lord. Just because you, you're, you're perfect, man. Nebraska. I never give up. Big Red. You know what? Maybe they're your not. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, and uh, there's an article. It is uh, what? It is Ohio State. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't really you surprised. Your your yeah. I wasn't really surprised <laughs> at that, but I was, I was stunned at how many more, in this poll, total fans. Yeah. Okay? Ohio State has 6,277,707. And how is this number uh, put together? Uh, Do we have any idea? I mean, it's not who shows up on weekends, but... According to the data. Do you, need, oh, do you really well, need anything more than that? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's according to the data. Alum, survey. If you're doing yeah. alumni associations, <laughs> probably have more alums than any other. Josh, go back to that. Could be. It's, it's the market cool. research firm SBRNet. Okay, then. Okay. okay. You know any more before you ask? Totally legit. Okay. This is most watched right here. Well, this is most watched. So that kind of gives you Ohio State's still there. So that gives that's that's helping out your data. Yes, it is. Oh. We're showing that live on Facebook Live. If you want to watch it on Bam Insiders, Facebook Live, you can stream us and see all the graphics we throw yeah, up. Yeah, if I'm NBC right now and I'm still talking to Notre Dame about that brand new TV deal, I'm looking at this top ten, going, <clears throat> well, you know what? Yeah, this is this is great. This is great info when you're swapping conferences. Really? How is Michigan oh. State in the top eight or whatever it is there? Uh, yeah, eighth. Michigan State's eight. Michigan State ahead of Notre Dame. All right, who's second? You're Nebraska twelve. All right. Not on that poll. So suck it. The data poll. <laughs> See, I don't know what numbers they're using, but I'll still go with Notre Dame. because There's, a, there's a combination <laughs> of uh, Gen Z fans, Millennial fans, Gen well, look X. Look Texas, 13. Florida's at 14. So I would have figured they'd LSU been way up. 16. Purdue, A&M, 21, ahead of Tennessee. Is that just based on? It's TV eyes. That's TV eyes. watching. Yeah. This, this the, has a what, different criteria. This, the, so who's the, second in on... And the Michigan, data poll. Michigan. You guys got to guess. I'm not going to do this Notre to Dame. the top. You said Notre Dame again? Alabama. The University of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, then it goes Penn State, Notre Dame, Texas, Michigan. Michigan. Actually, Michigan State is in front of Michigan? That ain't right. Then Georgia and Florida State. Hmm. Didn't know Florida State had that many fans. Yeah, that uh, data is coming from the inside of the Michigan State the locker room. But that's coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a, I mean, they did make a playoff, right? But come on now. Uh, I, I just uh, I found it rather intriguing. Upon deeper thought, like Jay, I thought, well, I didn't understand Ohio State Midwest. It'd be really right interesting in if someone would actually put down some hard data and say, okay, how many people are watching it from the stadium every week? How many people are watching from the road? What are your TV? Uh, and then you go along alumni associations, because I know Alabama's got alumni associations everywhere around the world. If you take oh, this all is those great pieces. breakdown. Look at here. Yeah. Look up on the TV screen. You can see the That's break. the one. That's the survey. Yeah. That's the data poll. Gen Z fans, 515,522 for Ohio State. Millennials, 1.5 million. Gen X, <laughs> yeah. 1.471 and then baby boomers uh, top it out they're right at 2 2 million 1.9 million alabama fans gen z this is a good one 705,000 so there are 200,000 more gen z's watching alabama than there are fans than there are ohio state uh millennials at 809 
Gen X at 1.2, and then the baby boomers at 1.1. So Ohio State's got 800,000 more baby boomer fans than the Crimson Tide. The but, aging fan base. Yeah, but the, the young oh. fan base, the Gen Zs for Alabama's what's making up the room. It really is. I mean, that, that, that big number there. Compare, look at all the rest of them down below. They have a thing uh, on weekends uh, more. under 12 getting free or something like that? No, they don't do oh, that. Sorry. It's called, Auburn it's, is it's 14, called enrollment, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Went up about 10 years ago. Yeah. Auburn's got what? Auburn is 14th, according to the poll you're looking at. Auburn's right always now. 14th. Preseason well, AP, UPI when it is out. Whenever, whenever I look UPI. up Auburn's. UPI, remember yeah, the UPI? The UP. Whenever I look up, mm. Auburn's always in that uh, 12 to 16 range. United Press International. Look at that. How long did that they is, go out of business? What, like 30 years? They went out when Birch went out. <laughs> Look at Birch. <me. laughs> Here's another gra- another graphic yeah. for you. So 20, uh, 2.3 million in the south. Go up to the east. East coast, you've got 423,000. Wow, what a cool In the, we- in the uh, northeast, 400, yeah, 423,000. Is that a monkey map, map, map? Midwest, you've got 981,000. And then out west, you still got fans. Uh, 379,772. Oh, reboot. What about Alaska? Down at the bottom. Uh, yes. Yeah. How many fans in Alaska? <laughs> They're still West. <laughs> They're part of oh, the West. Okay. I knew two would have grown that fan base. There are more fans in Alabama than there are in the West in Alaska. West's a lot of territory. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Most popular team. We, Let, I let's guess do we that one on the other side. Do that on the other side. Yeah, Rich Rod. Yeah. yeah, Rich Rod coming up next. We'll do it at the bottom of the hour. Stay with us. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms around through tonight. The high today, 92. Tonight's low, 73. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine scattered to numerous showers and thunderstorms will likely develop. The high, 91. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. All right, we got Coach Rodriguez coming up, and uh, look forward to that. But also, real quick, one of our great sponsors, and uh, Rock and Roll Sushi, right up your alley, Tony. Curry. Rock and Roll Sushi. Rock and Roll Sushi, baby. Yeah. Baby, baby, yeah. One, two, the other one. Eat sushi with one hand, and then put the three fingers up in the other, and you rock and roll like Beavis <laughs> and Butthead. Yeah. I love their menus. It's got rock and roll albums all I over. I it's know, right? So I ordered the uh, chicken hibachi and the steak hibachi take, the other uh, night. Take Coach Rodriguez to dinner there next week. Okay. Oh, yeah, how about that? Great sushi, great food, great atmosphere. And, again, the tip, if you if you can't do the, the the chopsticks, take a straw and put a straw on each end of the chopsticks, and it creates the the balance to where you can hold the chopsticks. I did not it's, know that. Yeah, a little what? shortcut. There. I just got to, hey, you got a fork? You got forks, too, that you can use. Yeah. Oh, I, I have. <laughs> but you lose the experience. All right. Look, All right. Lars, who we got coming up? All right. We are now talking with the head coach of Jacksonville State, Rich Rodriguez. Uh, Rich and I have gotten to know each other over the years through uh, Bruce Arians. Uh, I believe from Rich's lake house, he can see right into uh, B.A.'s backyard. Uh, coach, how are you doing today? 
I'm doing good. But, hey, I've got to make one thing clear. I'm a hillbilly from West Virginia, and I don't eat sushi. I got my stuff. We cook our stuff. I don't care what it is. That's that sushi. I never did get to eat that stuff. <laughs> Sounds like large. No, I'm doing great. Yeah. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Uh, Coach, it's so interesting to me that you you chose to come to Jacksonville State. Obviously, you've had so many high-profile jobs throughout your career, West Virginia, Michigan, Arizona. Why take on this latest challenge? Now, that's a fair question. You know, I I wanted to be a head coach again, and and, uh, I've got got more years behind me than ahead of me, but I still feel that – I could I could help the program help help a school and this was a neat challenge you know moving from one double A to one A and getting our new facility built and having an opportunity to to uh, build a program uh, maybe kind of the ground up from from the Division One A level was really appealing and I've loved it here we got great people I love the people at the school I like the guys on the team I was able to put together a great staff and so it's a unique challenge even though I've I've been a head coach at a small Division Two level. You know, I've never been a coach where we're moving from, of course, one double A to one A. So the challenge is really exciting, and uh, the state of Alabama is—it's great to be here. You know, 15 years ago, I—you I, got to question my intelligence, right? Not coming 15 years ago, but I'm, <laughs> I'm finally here, and it's been terrific. All right, two-part question. Um, one is why so many great coaches come out of West Virginia? That's one. And secondly, where did you, because you were an offensive genius, you, you do a lot of things, have done things with quarterbacks. We remember Pat White, who was an Alabama native, that you had a lot of success with. Talk about just kind of, uh, first of all, West Virginia, the coaches, where they come out of, and where you got your, your philosophy on that offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it's, it's kind of unique. that, that Jim, uh, Jimbo, uh, Coach David, and, my, and myself all within 30 minutes from each other in really small towns and in uh, north north central West Virginia, and Nick, uh, we all know the same people. I didn't know Nick as well growing up because he was just a tad older. But Jimbo, I've known since high school, and uh, been with him before. And and so, uh, and there's not a whole lot to do in West Virginia. You're, you know, you go hunting and fishing a little bit. But if you if you weren't into that, even if you were, high school football was a big deal, and playing sports was a big deal. And so, I think all three of us kind of grew up in that environment where you're competitive and. And, and playing sports was a was a big opportunity and and a lot of fun. So that that's kind of that's kind of a unique deal. And you know, offensively, it was. I did I did I played defense at West Virginia. I got started off as a graduate assistant and small college coach in defense. But then when I became a head coach at a little school in, in Glenville, West Virginia, Glenville State College, I took over a team that got shut out seven times the year before. They only scored twenty points the entire year. Hell, the band didn't even know how to play the fight song. You know, so. They never got a chance, so I'm thinking, okay, if I'm gonna take over, I'm gonna take over at a, at a new school. You know what was the hardest thing for me as a defensive player to prepare and play against? It was always when teams spread you out and went fast, no huddle, and a two minute drill. And I'm like, what the hell? Let's just do that the whole game. And so we said at the time, this is way you know, 30 years ago. Not a lot of teams were going spread. Not a lot of teams were going in a shotgun and going fast, no huddle. And so. We started doing that, and it gave us a chance at, at the small at the small school. And, and I wasn't doing all the zone read then; I was throwing it sixty times a game. And uh, we thought, well, we'll get I'll get us a good quarterback, get five little dumpy linemen to get run over slowly, and let's have at it. And that's where it all kind of got started. 
Uh, Coach, you are certainly aware Jacksonville State has a long and really successful tradition, and I don't think your cupboard is bare even coming into this year. Um, do you have the kind of talent that can run your schemes, and maybe more importantly, has Sites taken the opportunity and taken you to Cooter Browns? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I took myself, being me and a couple of coaches, uh, found that our, actually before we even found out where all the restaurants were or whatever. And it's easy because there's no traffic in the small town. But, yeah, we kind of found it on our own. A couple of coaches, like the first week on campus, they loved it. And it's a small town with just a few restaurants, but they're all really, really good. But, um, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And we have had a great history. I've, I've told everybody, you know, they won with their Division two here. And then they moved up. And then when they were one double A with Coach Gross and, and Coach Clark in his one year, they won and had success. And so we're trying to do it the right way. And there is we do have some good players coming back. Now, certainly moving up and going to Division One, uh, even though it's group of five, it's still a bigger challenge. And, you know, we're we're excited to meet that. But there's some good players. I love their attitudes. You know what and what's really neat here is that particularly as you know in the state of Alabama, these guys love football. And that really helps it when you try and develop and recruit and build a program is have a bunch of guys that love football. And, and so far, they've worked really hard. Head coach of uh, Jacksonville State uh, right here in the great state of Alabama. Of course, Rich Rodriguez joins us here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Coach, you've had just a, a, an amazing resume. I mean, everyone from Clemson to West Virginia where you had back-to-back-to-back 11-win seasons, the Michigan, Arizona, Ole Miss, and now, of course, back in the state of Alabama. But you were also a CBS college football analyst for a year and i always think it's really interesting when very successful coaches are analysts what was that experience like for you well it was I enjoyed it though. I, I did a lot of traveling i really kind of did two things i was doing studio show in new york every tuesday and then games on the weekend so i was traveling five days a week and uh but it was i was working with great people and it wasn't it was it was still work it was a lot of a lot of work a lot of travel but there wasn't the same type of you know, like, uh, I don't want to say intensity, but it wasn't saying like, okay, you're competing against somebody. You're just trying to do the best job you can for the network. I always tell, I had buddies that would watch me and they said, coach, man, you, you look like you're gaining some weight. And I'm like, it's them damn cameras. make you put on 10 pounds. And they said, well, there must be four cameras on your end. <laughs> but I, 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 I love, I love my time there. And, uh, I, you know, the neat part about it, but I know this is the one year, was that I was able to go and see a lot of different programs and talk with their coaches without having to worry about a game to get ready for as far as calling plays, what have you. And so uh, I tried to use it as an opportunity to learn a little bit, so was, I thought that was pretty beneficial to me. Coach, I remember a few years ago you you telling me the story about uh, you were visiting uh, Alabama uh, spring practice and um, you were on the sideline, and and you liked to joke, and and uh, you 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 uh, told a, either a booster or a coach you were looking around, and you said, "Hey, where's my statue?" <laughs> uh, do you have uh, all, coach? All these years later, I mean, it is one of the ultimate what ifs in college football, not just in of recent memory, but of all time. All these years later, when you reflect back on your decision not to come to Alabama, what runs through your mind? Well, first off, you get, you know, like I said, I, my you is that stupid. But at the time, you know, at, we were we were actually better 
as West Virginia at the time than Alabama was. That, that was just a little blip in their, in their history, and they wound up hiring the, the greatest college coach of all time. But uh, at the time, I felt very good where we were at at Alabama, and a lot of our supporters there, when they got rumored, I never did take the job. I never said I was taking the job, but obviously I was interested. When word got out, we had a lot of them step up and, and help the program even more. And, you know, unfortunately, the next year I did leave when some of the money that was given wasn't actually given to the right spots for the program. And so that was just part of the reasons. But nonetheless, you know, I have questions. What would happen if it would, you know, did change college football? Well, Nick Saban would have come back somewhere, and wherever he went, he was going to win national championships. That's how good Coach Saban is. So he happened to go to a perfect fit, Alabama, with great tradition in football, and and obviously, you know, the rest is history. But I would like to think I would have been able to have a great staff and we would have had success. Would I've had this type of success Coach Saban has? I mean, I don't know. I don't think anybody could have. But he would have had it anywhere he went. That's how good of a coach he is. But it was certainly a, a missed opportunity in that regard. And you know, you look back a little bit, but I've enjoyed coaching so much every place I've been that, you know, uh, I've got great memories from everywhere. Head coach Jacksonville State, Rich Rodriguez joining us here on the Jay Barker Show, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, and also Tony Curry, the Tony Curry Radio Network. Um, when you look at NIL and the two big stories, NIL and Transfer Portal, now looking at rubber stamping early August where you can transfer any year, any time, no sit-outs, um, I guess you can transfer – four or five times uh, in your career. Your take on where college football is now, and do you like the NIL and the transfer rules and the portal and everything that's happening? Well, I don't mind guys getting more money, uh, but I think where college football is right now is an absolute mess. It's a disaster. And part of it was people were making decisions and rules that aren't in the middle of the game, that aren't coaches, that aren't athletic directors, Amen. that know exactly what's best for, best for the student-athlete. I mean, you can't have a competitive balance in any league without guardrails, without rules, without a salary cap. You know, it's like we have unlimited, uh, an unlimited salary cap and open free agency. So it's, you, you, got, you can't do that and have a competitive thing. Now, college football is, so, is, is the greatest sport at level ever. And so it'll survive, but it's got, there's got to be uh, some smart people get together and say, okay, here's all the rules. It's like the NFL. The best team picks last. You know, a team that wins the Super Bowl. In college football, it's not going to be that way. The best teams are always going to pick first. And so the separation is going to get wider. And it's, it's just not, I mean, it's just very, very frustrating to build a team and a culture the way the rules are. So something has to change. You know, as far as paying the players, you know, they're still amateurs. I think they should eliminate the three years. They have to wait to go to the NFL. Hell, if they're good enough to play out of high school or after one year of college, let them go. That will solve one of the problems. And then you know, uh, if you want if you want to give it, you know, the players a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars each on the whole roster, that's great. But this thing here, where you're you're uh, using it as an inducement or enticement to bring them, and you'll have guys on the bench making more money than starters, and you know that ain't the way a competitive league works. We're like semi-pro right now without any kind of guidance, and so something's got to change because it's going to be. Now, frustrating for not just the coaches, but the players will be frustrated too uh, when you when you start thinking about it. Coach, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe you are uh, are quite close to uh, the Beamer family, uh, uh, Frank and Shane, and uh, yeah. 
they were kind of the first ones to move out to to Reynolds, and uh, now it's where it seems like every other college coach in the country uh, spends the their off season. But what what are your thoughts on how Shane Beamer has done at South Carolina, and are you surprised at all? No, I'm not surprised because Shane, you know, uh, his personality that's he's a perfect fit. You know, uh, and I don't even like to use the word turn players coach. I mean, he's a coach, and he's he's a smart guy. He knows how to recruit. And he's got the type of personality that'll build, can build South Carolina, who has good traditions, but in lead they're in you know, Florida and Georgia and all that. I mean, they got to do something different to to catch them or pass them up, and and that's what uh, Shane could do. I mean, I, he learned from his dad's one of the all-time best, not just an all-time best coach, but an all-time best person. I've known him for a long time. We've competed against each other, known the family, and, and so the Beamer family is just great people. And Shane has been an outstanding coach everywhere he's been. He knows how to recruit. He knows ball. And uh, he's just he, – I think he's doing terrific. In fact, we play them next year. You know, our, our, that's our that's our kind of big money game up there. It's the Gamecocks against the Gamecocks. But you know, this, this Gamecock crew is getting a million and a half, I think, going up. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Final question for you, Coach, and, and thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. I know you had to rearrange some meetings. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, have you been pleasantly surprised by anything uh, since you've become the head coach at Jacksonville State? You know, not really. I, I did. I was able to do a little bit of research, and I had some you know coaches that I knew that had worked here and played against them. So. Uh, our, you know what? Every I've told all the young coaches that I hope they aspire to be coordinators and then head coaches at the time. I said you, you really to have success, you really need to be aligned with your, your university from an athletic director standpoint, from a president standpoint, and from a board standpoint. And if you're aligned right with them and truly have their support, and they know that the things that you got to have, then you got a great chance for success if you put together a good plan. And I didn't. I, I expected that when I got here, but it's been even better. From our board to our president to our athletic director, you know, we have great communications. There's good people, and they want to do it right. Now, there's a process, and it obviously obviously costs money, but uh, that's the thing that's been really pleasing that they want to do this the right way, and it takes some time, but we're going to get there. Coach, a pleasure awesome. having you on. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Coach. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, nice to talk with you. Hi, my man. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can't wait to I, I can't wait to get out there and watch a game. Yeah, and, I wanted to uh, ask and, and and see uh see that Rodriguez offense uh, operating at Jacksonville State. He said something in that interview that we will never hear again. You know what it is? What? I'll tell you coming up. Well, <laughs> you'll never hear it again. Here's what I wanted to ask you. Since you're from West Virginia, what do you think about Nick and Jimbo? Mm. Why didn't you ask him? <laughs> I, I was kidding. That'd have been good one. I wanted well, to know, I, not, I, mean, I wanted to know the name of the dogs that I saw on, on his uh, Twitter handle oh. in the at the lake. Uh, all right, uh, Rich Rodriguez. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully, get him in the studio. You're coming up uh, soon as well. Absolutely. All right, uh, and there's a great one there with him and Randy Owens from the group Alabama. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, Tony's got <laughs> a tease. Dogs. Stay with us. 
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC letter O. Welcome back in. And as we, uh, before we get to uh, Alex's AAA, Alex's amazing anecdotes, we want to say hello to the Anderson kids driving back from the beach, That's listening right. into the show. Yeah, I want to yeah. say hi to Lincoln. And Lincoln, I just uh, was able to get the basketball hoop, and they're gonna they're gonna put it in very soon. Autumn, uh, Charlotte has been. Uh, waiting for you to come back and she can't wait to see you and farah i have to tell you that uh, i found your bag of goodies of everything we got at dollar tree about two weeks ago and it's waiting for you i love all of you so much and i can't wait to see you tonight awesome yeah, there you go uh one thing you'll never hear again rich rodriguez said it during his interview with us west virginia was better than alabama Right. During that period of time from 1997 to 2006, Alabama had more losing seasons than 10 win seasons. And since Rich Rodriguez did not take that gig in 2006, Bama hasn't won less than 10 games. They're averaging 12.57 victories per season. Before we get to Alex, let me ask both of you guys, what if uh, Rich Rodriguez had taken the job? Uh, and I'll start with you, Tony. Do you think he would have been successful? Yeah, I mean, I think wherever he's gone, uh, he's done a, a pretty decent job. Um, obviously, the Arizona situation uh, didn't end the way he wanted it to. But um, in Michigan, obviously, he got off to a little bit of a rough start there. But, you know, Alabama, it, it, again, uh, you're talking about uh, Nick Saban losing to La Moreau in his first year. You'd have to give him a little time. But do I think he would have been successful there? Yeah, I just think because the resources and everything else would obviously have been as successful as Nick Saban. Probably not, because Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach we've ever seen. But I just think it's amazing that since he didn't take that job, Alabama has won 10-plus games every single year since then. They haven't had a losing season in 14 years. Yeah, and every player who has stayed there at least three years that he's recruited has a national championship ring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about, amazing. Jay, your, your thoughts on if Rich Rod had, had gotten the job? Do you think he would have been successful? To a level. I don't know same success that Nick Saban's had. But, yeah, I mean, he would have been – he'd had success. Um Thing with his offensive philosophy, uh, he would have had been a great recruiter, of which Nick Saban was and, and is. The competition in the SEC when Coach Saban got there was pretty tough, especially in the West. It's got even tougher. But um, I, I think he's landed in a good spot. Jacksonville State's going to be a good place for him, and um, he'll be able to recruit some great athletes there and build on that. All right, let's go to AAA. Alex, amazing anecdotes. Let's uh, start with number one. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals announced they've removed the addendum in his contract that mandated at least four hours of independent study during game weeks. Yeah. Um, Jay, we talked about this yesterday. The fact that they had to put that in, it was not reflective. It didn't reflect well 
on, I think, mostly the Arizona Cardinals. And and, and I'm friends with Steve Keim, the, the GM who uh, probably insisted that that language be put into the contract. And it's just very condescending. It's, it's basically saying, hey, Kyler Murray... You're our franchise quarterback. We're giving you two hundred and what thirty million dollars, two hundred thirty point five million dollars. He got point five more than Deshaun Watson. You don't study enough, and uh, and now just to take that out, just a PR nightmare. Yeah. And I, and I like and I like everybody in that organization. I really do. But it was just uh, they messed it up from the beginning. Agreed. All right. Uh, Zion Williamson signed a five-year, one hundred ninety-three million dollar contract, and the contract stipulates. That his weight and body fat percentage must be below a combined 295. I like it. I mean, as long as he's lean and mean, he's going to get better and better. It's going to keep his injuries down. But so far, we have not seen the best from him. I mean, we, we know that he could be absolutely amazing. But for some reason, it tells, something tells me that he is going to have a difficult time staying healthy in this league. I don't know why, but it, maybe it's because everyone that I know in the NBA right now can't stay healthy. Whether it's James Harden, whether it's Durant, whether it's Kyrie, whether it's LeBron, everyone gets banged up during the, during the basketball season. It just uh, it would make you nervous as a Pelicans fan or somebody in the, the front office of the Pelicans to give him that kind of money when he has missed so many games so early in his career. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, his body is going to get any better as he ages. Right. Your thoughts, Jay, real quick? Yeah, I mean, all, all that I agree with, but we can move on. Go ahead. All right. yeah. Nothing uh, more to add. A Creed spinoff title of Drago is in development at NJM Studios. It will center around Ivan Drago from Rocky IV and Creed II and his son Victor Drago from Creed II. And then Creed III will be released on March 3rd, 2023. It will be the first Rocky film without Sylvester Stallone. Oh, wow. I went back and uh, I watched the original Rocky uh, a couple nights ago, and I just could not believe how good it is. I, I, I had forgotten. I saw that movie with my dad in the theater, and I'll never forget. Uh, I mean, I was so young, but my dad in the, all the fight scenes, he was like bobbing and weaving. Mm-hmm. It, it was like he was in the ring himself. Uh, but uh, the fact that Sylvester Stallone dreamed up that whole thing in his head and uh, and and wrote the script really just he started uh, his first movie, won an Academy Award. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. amazing. That yeah, really is. Love love the Rockies. Um, I, I think Rocky Three is still my favorite of all time. Even the Rocky One and Two are. It's kind of the build up, but um, something about Rocky Three was um, was to be the best. I like the original just because it's like he lost but he won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and just uh, screaming for Adrian at the end, and she's and she comes, and it's just uh, it's really cool. But the beginning of Rocky Two is so uh, wonderful because it's they're in the ambulances going to the hospital, yeah. and it's like they want to both end the fight in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, I just I love the whole Rocky series, uh, and but I and I thought Creed was just excellent, Tony. It was good. Didn't say I, it. What else you got? Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Todd Bowles uh, told reporters that center Ryan Jensen will miss at least a couple of months after suffering a knee injury on Thursday. Mm. It's devastating. Um, and, Jay, you and I talked about Ryan Jensen. That one of the, the, the first person that Tom Brady called when he signed was Ryan Jensen, his center. And one of the first things he said on that conversation was, hey, we're going to put baby powder on your behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because uh, Tom doesn't like a wet behind when he's taking the ball. 
and uh, all of the uh, Buccaneer players, they would just laugh at him during training camp <laughs> because whenever he would be running down the field, Ryan Jensen, he would have uh, these little puffs of smoke rising from his backyard. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, so now... He's in a rosin bag, just kind of pat yeah, so, him. So, so now there was... Uh, but, but this is a huge loss. And, you know, Jay, I wanted to ask you, because uh, I, I, I'm glad you brought this up really quick. If you are... In a, if, if a if a big injury like this happens on like day one, day two, day three of training camp, do you feel like oh my gosh, our season is cursed? No, what? No, I don't. You don't think that. Number one, you think okay, now we got a chance to get a guy in that can play, so he'll get a lot of reps. If you lose him the day before the first game or going into the season that early, or you know, at that point in time, it really is devastating. The the quarterback on the offensive line is the center. He is the communicator with. Quarterback and the center work together, whether it's in run game, pass game, protection, all that stuff. And that's what he'll miss more than anything else. All right, great stuff. Alex. Good job, bro. Amazing. Thank you. Anecdotes. Brought to you by the Tony Curry Radio Network. Yes. And we got Antonio Langham in the studio now, too. He comes in for the final segment. We'll get him up here and uh, have a chance to visit with him. Haven't heard from him in a while. He's been on a speaking and golf tournament uh, tour over the last few months. You on the live tour now? <laughs> You on that live tour hanging out with Charles? It's called Living It Good. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms around through tonight. The high today, 92. Tonight's low, 73. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine scattered to numerous showers and thunderstorms will likely develop. The high, 91. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. All right, welcome back in as we wrap up our number two on this Friday edition. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Thank you for listening in again on our terrestrial radio stations throughout the state and also Fam Insider Facebook Live and also YouTube channel and in the studio. Now, we haven't seen you in a while. And per- we, you, know, you and I have texted back and forth a few times, and I will find your ring, I promise. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> I want to hear the when story. When do you need it by? Hmm? I want to hear the story how it gets. We just traded out cars, and so he had to trade yeah, out. why was it on your finger? What was it, in a box? What were you doing? It was in the side door. I, I'm going to tell you a story of what happened real quick. Yeah. I was driving for uh, yeah, this F-150 truck. I was driving this truck. Yeah. And I was going to Montgomery one day, and <laughs> I was I was littering, really. I was trying to throw somebody out of the passenger <laughs> side window. Yeah. And when I went to throw it, the ring came off, and it actually hit the door. And landed in like a little compartment at the side of the drive. Oh you almost threw your ring out the door. I almost threw my, my, my ring out the window going down 65. <laughs> and then I, I meant to get it out, and I didn't. So and then Jay ended up with the ring. So That's pretty amazing. See yeah, he, he texted me and said, hey, I left the ring in the truck. Yeah. I'm like, I, I got it. And, I, and I've had it for almost a year now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if it did go out the window oh, and someone pulling, finds it on the I, side I, of the road? Oh, I was pulling over, baby. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. How long would you look for it? I'll, I'll, until Did it, you go through a trash dump for him? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going through a dump for all that now. <laughs> he would have found it by <laughs> you, then. Just you, you metal like the I, I, <laughs> Basically, you would have looked for it until you found it. Yes, on the side of the road. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
And yes. would you call in reinforcements if you couldn't? If I couldn't, if, if I went back and looked for it and I couldn't find it, I would have found me one of the metal detectors and went back. <laughs> yeah. I was going to find that ring. I was going to beep, beep. <laughs> I was going to find it now. What's the least amount that you go searching through a trash dump to find something? I don't at all. I, I'm, I, I, no, you I'm, might I'm need your metal detector to find it. dollars $30,000? I mean, what, what, would it, what would the number have to be for you to go ahead and dive into a trash heap to go look for something if you knew you could find it over a course of a period of time? $100,000? $50,000? $75,000? $500? $500? Yeah. yeah but... <laughs> oh, $100,000? I, mean, I, I dive in here you first. Look at... <laughs> <laughs> hey. He won't swim in water. He'll swim in trash. I'll swim in trash. <laughs> swim in trash. There you go. There you go. If there's a free T-shirt at the bottom of the trash, will you go for it? No, they need to give me the T-shirt before I ever get to the dump. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm looking right. for that before I ever get to the dump. So what you been up to? Man, I'm telling you, it's 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 been football camps. It's been uh, speaking engagements. It's been charity golf. I should, I should What's really her name? Be, I should really be good. What's her name? Uh, uh, <laughs> come to me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spent a lot of time on my day bed, Lord. The day bed. Still, you still Airbnb in that thing? Nah, nah. No. I, I that was only during COVID. Yeah, it was only during COVID. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we cut out, cut out of that a little bit. So, good deal. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it's gonna be thirty year anniversary coming up? Yeah, I saw that. I was talking to BJ the other day. And he was talking about it. Thirty years, man. That's crazy. Thirty years. We, we were twelve. Thirty, man. You look good. <laughs> Thank you, man. Let's say hey, happy 15. birthday early. Yeah. Thank you. Sunday's your birthday. Sunday's my birthday. Five yeah. yeah. zero. Turn to five zero, baby. We, 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 we got you a gift. I saw. It's right over there. I see that. I see that. <laughs> Jay I, I, is I, re-gifting. I'm re-gifting. Yeah, I, know. I walk and walk around and blow the horn and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> great. Oh my gosh. What What are your plans for uh, to celebrate on Sunday night? I don't, man. I, I've gotten old now, man. I don't. I don't. I've never really done birthday parties and, and birthday celebrations because. Majority of my life, I was in training camp. Yeah, when my birthday came in, mm-hmm. so I was trying to find a bed <laughs> during my birthday to try to get some rest. So, well, weren't we all? Yeah. So, I I been, don't do do too much a birthday celebration. You've been hanging out with Barkley. I I did uh, last. As a matter of fact, during the uh, World Games, I was with him for like four days straight. Mm. You survived. You guys, hey, look. When you're an adult, you know when to cut your own stuff off now. You know what I'm saying? Did you drink some Red Mont? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, you better believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to when you were Charles. Uh, mm-hmm. You have no other choice when you yeah. were Charles. <laughs> All right. Let's take uh, go to the top of the hour. Thanks. Uh, great to see you. Y'all too. There he is. There, signs the monitor. He's, he's being honest about it. There it is. All right. Thanks to Joe Gaither down at Tide 100.9 FM. Josh Smith, as always, our producer, Extraordinaire and Crawford Broadcasting. Tony Curry, Tony Curry Radio Network, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, Antonio Langham, and all you guys listening in. Have a great weekend. You're listening to The Jay Barker 